Welcome to episode 159, 159 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we're doing a different type of podcast, and we're looking back into my week-long solo trip to New York City. I will give you all of the things that I did in seven days. I did a lot. They will all be listed in the show notes and exactly what I learned from this trip and information about self-development and reflection will be in this episode. Stay tuned for all the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Now, I'm still talking about entrepreneurship. You know me. But today, I'm going to reflect back on my recent solo trip to New York City, and I'm going to talk about what I learned there in terms of self-development, personal, and professional reflection. My younger son lives in New York City, and I wanted to visit him. Rather than spend just a couple of days visiting him, I thought, well, if I'm going to be there anyway, let's really make it a longer trip and let's cross a bunch of things off my bucket list. I had been to New York City only once before, about 40 years before. Obviously, the city had changed. I had changed. And there was a whole bunch of things that I wanted to see. So instead of making it a two or three day trip, I made it a seven day trip. I went by myself. I did some business. I saw my son. I did a lot of sightseeing and I had a lot of different experiences that I am so grateful for. The list of everything I did in those seven days will be in the show notes. I learned more about myself in those seven days in New York City than I have in a very long time. I divided my list into four basic categories. And category one is be in the moment. Rather than recording everything for social media, I limited myself to one TikTok a day. I made one TikTok a day. That was it. I don't even know if I did TikTok stories. I think I just did one compilation video of what I did in New York that day. I was documenting what I did that day, but I was making sure that whatever it was I was doing, I was in the moment of doing it. As a content creator and as someone who teaches social media for a living, this is something that I am not accustomed to doing. I am very accustomed to documenting. I am not very accustomed to actually being in the moment, at least over the past 10 years. So limiting myself to just that one TikTok video a day was a little bit of a challenge at first, and then I fully embraced it. I just loved it. I really, and I'm going to jump to number four. Number four is I documented for my memories, not for social media. I documented for my memories. 
I took pictures of and I took videos of things that I wanted to remember. I was excited to share my journey along the way, you know, each day to do a TikTok video. Maybe I would, and oftentimes I did share those things, but everything I took a picture of and everything I took a video of was for me. Back to being in the moment. These are some things that I really fully appreciated, enjoyed, and embraced. I listened for other people's voices. I listened to the different languages that were happening all around me, all the different languages that were being spoken. And some of them, I wasn't 100% sure what the languages were. I walked a lot of miles a day. New York City is a walking city. I did take cabs sometimes, but mostly I walked. I mean, miles and miles and miles a day. And so I would pass a lot of people. And if I had coffee or if I had lunch or I was sitting down, I would listen to the people around me. And I heard people's voices and I heard languages that I would have never heard if I wasn't really in the moment. And I heard a lot of unique messages from people that I struck up a conversation with and also people who I didn't, people who I would just pass on the street, people who I heard screaming across the street, announcements being made, people ordering food, workers, other people that I saw on the street, all different types of people. And I paid attention to the body language, to what I was noticing. Was it joy? Was it sorrow? What were their untold stories? Now, some of them did share their stories with me and I shared my stories with them, but there were easily a thousand people I walked by. I walked to the Brooklyn Bridge and that was hundreds of people just in that one thing. So there was probably a thousand people that I encountered. So most of the people, I didn't hear their story. And I would look at them and I would think about what was the backstory? Why were they here? Did they live here? What was their untold story? What could I get from what I noticed from their body language? And in terms of being in the moment, you should experience all that you can, regardless of where you are. Everyone says, oh, everything in New York is expensive. No, everything in New York is not expensive. There are many things you can do for free. There are tons of things you can do for just a few dollars or $20 or less, tons of things. The things that are most expensive in New York that I saw were rent, living, and I noticed that the restaurants were a little bit more expensive I went thrifting. I thought the thrift stores were ridiculously expensive. The restaurants were a little bit more expensive, but I just heard Wolfgang Puck in an interview just yesterday, and he was saying how restaurant prices across the board have increased 15%. So the restaurateurs have to pass along those fees uh, or they're going to go out of business. So I didn't really feel that the rise in restaurant prices would be percentage-wise any more than St. Louis. I didn't really feel that that was so much more expensive, but rent is a lot more expensive than St. Louis, certainly. I really wanted to experience all that I could while I was there. And it was a really important lesson to experience all that I can in St. Louis as well. We have great museums here. We have a wonderful symphony here. We have a great zoo here. There are so many museums and the zoo. So many things within such easy walking distance of me 
that I'm not taking advantage of in St. Louis. Have I been there lots of times before? Sure. Do the exhibits change? Absolutely. So it was really a great lesson to me. Yesterday, I walked about five and a half miles. I was just going to go to CBS to pick up a couple of things. And I thought, you know, I'm going to walk instead of driving. And even though I basically walked the exact same route that I drive all the time, I noticed so many things I would have never noticed and have never noticed driving because you just drive right by. You don't take the time to notice the homes. You don't take the time to notice the sidewalk. You don't take the time. It was a really important lesson for me being in New York. The second category of things that I want to talk about is try new things. All over New York, I was trying new things. I was eating different things that I don't normally eat or I've never had before. Every coffee shop I went to was new. Every restaurant I went to was new. All of the museums I had never been to before. So I was experiencing new things all day long, every single day. I went to my first Broadway show. And as I was trying these new things... I talked to people that I wouldn't ordinarily maybe talk to. I started the conversation where maybe I ordinarily wouldn't. I am pretty outgoing, but I don't always start up a conversation. I don't always strike a conversation with everyone around me. I know people think I do, but I really don't. But I really did in New York. Part of it was the luxury of traveling alone. You can do that and you won't be ignoring anybody that you're traveling with because you're only traveling by yourself. And I really wanted to get to know as many people and experience all the different types of people I could. Striking up conversations with people around me was really wonderful. For example, when I went to Ralph's Coffee, which is in the flagship Ralph Lauren store, Ralph Lauren started his own coffee line. It's actually quite delicious. The best cappuccino I've ever had in my life. So as I was sitting there and I was having my croissant and I was having my cappuccino, there was a couple next to me on either side. On one side of me was two sisters. They were traveling from Melbourne. And so we started talking and one of them does fashion. And so we started talking all about fashion. I told her to go to the Louis Vuitton trunk show, which I went to. And then I also told them about Broadway Roulette, which is how I saw my Broadway show. If you go to broadwayroulette.com, anybody can do this. Go to broadwayroulette.com, just like it sounds you can choose to see plays or musicals or both. I chose both. Then you see the list, the whole list of everything for that week. And then you can cross off up to five things that you don't want to see. So I crossed off five that I had already seen. And then they quote unquote, spin the wheel. And like a roulette wheel, you blindly get assigned to a show. I was assigned to a show that if I had chosen the Broadway show to see, I was thinking about seeing the Harry Potter musical. I saw it on TikTok. And so I thought, oh, that would be interesting. And then I can also try Butterbeer because they were serving it in the lobby. Well, I didn't get that show. Instead, I got Hadestown. And Hadestown is an amazing show. I think everybody should see it. It is absolutely amazing. So it was my very first Broadway show. It's a show that I wouldn't have picked ordinarily if I could just pick one. And I'm so glad I saw it. When you do Broadway roulette, by the way, 
you're also paying a lot less. You will pay $49 or $59. I think it's $59 for the Friday or Saturday and $49 for the rest. And then you can upgrade if you want to $40 more to get closer seats. So I did that. For $89, I was in the 10th row. My seats would have been at least $250. I mean, I was so close. It was so wonderful. I'm so glad I went. So that was definitely a new thing that I tried. I had never done Broadway roulette. I didn't even know about it until I saw someone talk about it on TikTok. Here's a little trivia for you. The way that you know a show is a Broadway show versus an off-Broadway or off-off-Broadway is how many seats there are in the house or in the venue. So if there are 500 seats or more, it's considered a Broadway production, even if it does not literally take place on Broadway. And then if it has fewer than 500 seats, then it's off-Broadway. And if it has way fewer, I guess that's when they call it off-off. Everything in Broadway Roulette truly is a Broadway show. Try it. I think you'll like it. Another thing that you might want to try doing, and these are things that I certainly did when I was in New York and that I have also done in St. Louis, is to eat alone or go to a movie or a play or a musical, some kind of production alone. It's really nice. I get to see exactly what I want to see. I get to go to the exact restaurants I want to go to. Not bad. And you know, if you bring a book, you always have a friend with you. I also encourage you to take a class or join a group. And the reason why I'm saying this in this particular episode is because loads of people in New York do that to meet other people. New York is a very transient city. Most people who live in New York City are not from New York City. Some of them are, but most of them are not. So most of them, when they come to the city, they're probably coming for work They don't know anybody or don't know many people in the city and they want to meet people. And so a lot of them join groups or clubs, what may be a running club, sometimes like a pottery club or a painting club, a walking club was started up a couple of weeks before I got there. There's just lots of different types of things like that, specifically so people can meet other people. In every city, there's meetup, you know, the meetup app. There are so many more activities going on in your city than you even know about. The next thing that I want to talk about is doing things that others wouldn't. So here are some things that I did that people thought were a little strange. And one of them was to walk Central Park in the rain without an umbrella My son actually suggested that to me. I knew I wanted to go to Central Park, but I didn't know that I was going to go in the rain. It happened to be raining. And he's like, you know, I think you should go in the rain. It's really nice. I forgot my umbrella at home. And so I went ahead and did it. And it was absolutely lovely. I then 100% soaked, went to Bergdorf Goodman's, the fanciest and most expensive department store there is in New York City. I've wanted to go there forever. I went, I looked horrible. I was not dressed for it. I was absolutely soaked and I went anyway. And it was the most wonderful experience. I just wanted to live there. 
in between walking Central Park and going to Bergdorf's, I took a carriage ride in Central Park. And that was something that a lot of people see it. It's in a ton of movies. There are so many movies that are shot in New York. And one of the great things about taking the carriage ride is that the carriage driver pointed out all the different monuments, all the different areas, the particular fountains, the certain bridges, all the different places in Central Park and which movies they appeared in. I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I did that. Most people do not take carriage rides in Central Park. It's really, really expensive, but it is cheaper if you pay cash instead of a card. I also spent an hour just wandering around, a full hour exploring an area of Brooklyn After I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, literally with probably hundreds, easily hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people, and this was just on a Wednesday. So after I walked the bridge, I had another uh, cappuccino and I had a little treat and then I went thrift shopping and then I kept walking. And I was in Williamsburg, which is an Orthodox area of Brooklyn. It has a lot of Hasidic people. They are very observant Jews. And I wanted to experience that. A lot of people thought that was a really odd thing to do, but I really wanted to experience it. There was Hebrew writing on the buses. There was Hebrew on the shops. There were Yiddish newspapers. You heard people speaking Yiddish as they were walking around. If you've ever seen pictures of people who are Hasidic, you know, the men have the payas, they have the very long sideburns that are probably curled because they've never cut them. They probably have a black hat as they're going to shul, as they're going to pray. They wear a long black coat. The women, you know, their skirts are below their knee. They probably have stockings covering their legs. They probably do not have short sleeves on. The married women wear wigs. And this is something that I wanted to experience myself. Now, I've been around very observant Orthodox people many, many times in St. Louis, but this was a very different level. And this was a very different experience in terms of the amount of Hebrew I was seeing around me. And I was fully immersed in the community at least for that hour. And that was something I really wanted to do. That was something that was on my bucket list. And I did it on my last full day there. And I'm really glad I did. Nobody who I talked to really understood why I was doing it. But it's something that I really wanted to do for me. And in terms of self-development and personal and professional reflection, I absolutely encourage you to go and whether you're going to an event in your city, you're going to a different city, you're going to a different country to travel, to experience new things and to document it for you rather than for content creation. You can always decide to share something later on on social media or in a blog But take the pictures and take the videos, record the videos for your solid memories so that you can remember and go back to being in that moment. The pictures and the videos never do the exact experience justice. They don't. It it will never be exactly the same, but it certainly helps to solidify your memories going forward. And I absolutely encourage you to do that. 
Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 159, a very different type of episode. And like I said, my very long list of things that I did in just seven days in New York will be in the show notes. I love you. Thanks so much for being here. We'll talk soon.